0: Welcome back to Girls Talk Ag Plowing Through the Manure Online. Uh, We're really excited this week because we have a famous author with us. (laughs) We're very, very pumped about this. Um, We are not worthy. No, that's why, I mean, there's Cool and then there's Jen Campbell Cool.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: We're just basking in the glory of your awesomeness. So uh, this week we're going to discuss Meet Pete. Uh, not to be confused with Meet Pete, M-E-A-T, because Pete is a cow, and I bet he's going to be delicious someday. Uh, Jen and Karen are both here with me again this week. Say hi, guys.
1: Hello. Hello
0: yeah um and we're super excited to talk about again world famous author jen gamble's big book um that has uh been published and put on amazon and i have ordered and done all of the things that i can do and and you should go pause this podcast right now and uh go and get yourself um a copy of the book on its way because you will be very happy to do so i'm sure um, uh, but we're gonna chat about it this week, kind of get a an overview of Pete's story, um, how he ended up in the where he is or what with what he's doing. And and I mean anyone that's followed Jen has watched um Pete grow and uh become as famous as he is. So uh we're gonna chat about it a little bit. Jen, um give us the backstory of Pete and, and you know what you why you decided or what made you decide to um write a book about him.
2: So Pete was a twin um, and he had uh, contracted flexor tendons. So while you can't see my wrists, I'm doing a lot of hand motions right now. So like if you uh, curl your wrist up, like you're trying to touch your arm with your fingers, all four of his legs were that way. His muscles just wouldn't stretch out. They were contracted because he didn't have very much room in the womb to stretch because he was a twin, and so all four of his legs didn't work. So if a calf can't stand, he can't drink milk, and therefore he can't live. So anyway, um, it was a neighbor called and said, I've got this calf that can't stand, and of course I can't say no to a calf. I mean, come on. So I, I love went, you for that. That's I know. Awesome. I, I mean, I was so excited. So I went and, um, I have a four door pickup truck. We literally picked Pete up, put him in the back seat of my pickup truck and brought him home. And, um, Emmy Lou, my 17 year old, like. I got this, mom. And I'm like, okay. And so we, um, she took my hairdryer out to the barn and we got him kind of warmed up and worked those muscles. And, and it took about two days for him to stand. And we also gave him some colostrum and bottles, of course. But eventually he did stand. So he was fine. But if he hadn't had that care in the beginning, I mean, basically, he wouldn't have lived.
0: What would have been, I mean, in a situation like that, you know, as a farmer, um, you want to care and you want to do all that you can for them. But if you're, you know, you're neck deep in alligators already, you know, like you said, if, of course, if they're out in the wild, right, they're just basically like stool pigeons or by the wild. I mean, if they're out on pasture, um, someone
2: had found them. Yeah. I mean, most, let's be honest, most farmers are, are very careful about, you know, watching over calving this time of year but and and i believe most farmers would have done the best they could by him um it just so happened this farmer probably would have too but he know he knows i'm a sucker for this kind of stuff so he knows you would have br-
0: done the ex- he you went the the extra mile to right. do all that you could for him and wake up in the middle of the night and all of the things that you did to properly make sure or did emmy, yeah. emmy Lou do that was she the caretaker, or were you both together? <laughs> you
2: know, we did it together, but you know, honestly, she pretty much took on Pete's care. She um, she knew how to work those muscles and and use my hair dryer, and and she made sure he had colostrum and bottles, and she it was pretty impressive. I won't lie. Of course, she's she's my girl who goes down to the hog barns and. Always finds the littlest pig with the most problems that probably isn't going to live a week. I mean, I've honestly had a paraplegic pig in my house watching cartoons.
0: (laughs) So she just, she really steps up. She's a lot like I am. I'm the girl that went out, we had rabbits one time and one got into the, I had a, I lived in town and had a fenced in backyard and. Um, one got in, I let the dogs out and I happened to catch him out of the corner of my eye chasing after this poor rabbit and my one dog grabbed him and shook him. And I went running down and grabbed him and wrapped him in a towel and brought him inside and set him on my bathroom counter just in time for him to die. Like, took his last breath.
2: She's done that too. Yeah, she's done that, too. We actually oh, had one in the garage, and she was afraid that it would get lonely in the garage, so she brought it in the house Well, the tiny little bunny got out of the box and was loose in our house for three days. <laughs>
0: did you find it alive?
2: Yes, we actually did find it alive. Thank wow. God. Yeah.
0: I keep waiting for Stu to try to escape, but I don't think we'll find it. If he ever did, it would... Because he's in the kitchen right now. Oh, Carl's like... Is.
1: My yeah. dog did the same thing with a rabbit and I stood on the deck and screamed like a crazy person was like, no, regular, don't do it. Don't be a murderer. But I didn't go try and save it because I couldn't have gotten that close. And my dog is 10 pounds. Right. I'm just cracking up
0: because I was just going to say your dog's like the size of a rabbit.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. It, be pretty <laughs> That's small
0: rabbit. it has cannibalistic tendencies already. It's going to kill itself. So. So you guys, so you you did what you could. How, so it took about a couple of days to get Pete standing. Then is that what to get did him? you really
1: have to do to get those muscles to? Yeah,
0: yeah. what was the hair dryer like? Explain that because you keep saying hair dryer, and I'm like, <laughs> you have okay,
1: to massage him, or I mean, what did you really do?
0: His hair looks yeah. marvelous.
2: His hair did look marvelous. So, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV or anything, or a vet, but. So when we when we realized that it had contracted flexor tendons, thank you to Dr. Google, um, yeah. my goal was to relax those muscles because they're contracted because they're stiff, held back because he didn't really have room to stretch those hooves inside the womb. And so um, this was in February, and so it was cold out. So the hairdryer to me was to warm those muscles up and, and you know, because a calf is born outside. I mean, we try to keep them as dry as possible, but, you know, the air is wet. And so to dry, get get that dry and warm and massage those those tendons so that they relax and let that hoof go. Gotcha. And, you know, the hairdryer was all I could come up with. I don't know if it actually worked or not, but Pete is standing and growing and weighs like 1,200 pounds now. So. Does, does he still go in the house? No, he does not come in the house. Matter of fact, Pete Pete has been, you know, in trouble with the police. Pete is quarantined to the to the pen now. He's not allowed out. <laughs> just,
1: for well, a well while, the I, police.
2: Oh yeah, for a while, Pete was a free range and could get pretty much in and out of the barn and the pen anytime he wanted. Um, I was in. Uh, it was last year. and We had just started planting and. I had to go to Lexington for a meeting, and Chris had come in from planting, and he took the kids to the Mexican restaurant, and I get this call um, from a neighbor saying, there's police at your house, and of course, I'm like, oh, great, what, what, you know, does someone hurt? And they're like, well, no, Pete the calf. Was out and I'm like okay, and they're like we can't get a hold of Chris. I'm like, oh, he's at the Mexican restaurant so. with the kids, and um, you do not interrupt Chris Campbell eating Mexican food. <laughs> and but I, after my own heart, yeah, that's what I was I,
1: thinking too. <laughs> yeah, but
2: I'm in Lexington, and so I'm like okay, I'll, I'll I'll call him, and so I called him, and so Pete was free range, yeah. and an older couple had seen him out, and you know with People see cows out, of course they stop, and we're like, you know, but Pete was Pete. So he thought they were playing when they tried to put him up. So he ran one direction when they ran another direction. Well, they caused Pete to cross the road, which freaked a bunch of people, other cars out. So we had to call the police because there was a cow on the loose. So, oh, good grief.
1: So Pete's been in trouble with the law. Hysterically that Pete is a juvenile delinquent and that he yes. had old people chasing him. <laughs>
2: yes, he did. He really thought they were playing because that's just what Pete. I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, so Pete's a juvenile delinquent. Yes, that could be a book oh, as well.
1: I hope you take a copy of the book to the police department. <laughs> I actually
2: should. Right.
0: Is that in the story, or is that for the next adventure?
2: No, we might save that one. Pete, Pete gets in the drunk. law. Yeah, Pete in the
0: Pete. Pete the delinquent. Yeah. So okay. So once you you got the the muscles relaxed and all that good stuff and that basically so then he became free range cattle then right like he
2: yeah basically he did not want well and he was he was a pet he was a bottle calf so he followed you anywhere and which meant he also followed Emmy Lou into the house several times and um, so we'd have to get him back out of the house. But um, once he got big enough, he, we had to put him up. Now, he could figure out how to get out. He hasn't been out, well, since he got in trouble with the law. Um, but, um, yeah, he, you know, once he got those muscles relaxed and, and was able to stand and we got him on on a regular bottle and, um, yeah, he weighs 1,200 pounds now. He's a big boy. Can you
0: tell that he had had issues at first or does he walk pretty much just as normal as can be now?
2: No, he walks perfectly normal, Um, which, which yeah, which I, that's, I want to say, I don't want to say it's fairly common, but it's common for calves that don't have, like, a twin. I think it's more common sometimes in dairy. Don't, don't anybody quote me on that and send me the hate mail, but I think those contracted flexor tendons are a little more common in dairy cattle than beef. Okay. Um,
0: Isn't he red, though? Is he, was he, was he, is. he wasn't, he was a beef. He wasn't, he's not whole. Steams. He is a
2: beef. No, okay. he's a beef calf. He's oh, a, he's a scimitol. He's okay. a scimitol. Um, but because he was a twin, there was just no room in that womb. Gotcha. Um, you say stretch. that five times um, fast.
0: Woom. I know. I try room not to. Room in that womb. Um,
2: and a lot of times in the dairy cattle, it's, it's common, I believe in the front too, but Pete had it in all four. So, I mean, there was just, he, he was, yeah, he was a sitting duck basically.
0: He was a mess. Old Peter was. Peter the cow.
2: How'd you come up with yeah. his name? I honestly, when we start, when we talked about doing this, I was like, "Where did we get his name? I don't know. No clue." <laughs> You're just like, "Yeah, let's call him Pete." Yo, Pete. I don't know. Looks like just, one. Yeah, he. I don't know. That's we just had a
0: cat show up and Carl named him Ed, and I'm like, "Where Ed?" I'm like, "I guess he wanted to name the animals because he hasn't named one yet." So I'll give him Ed, the stray. Yeah, he outside can have cat. Ed, the cat. That's. Who meows at the door until the dogs chase him away. So have you guys dealt with that before then? Or you have you you've had your share of bottle calves, I'm guessing, or no or You
2: know, yeah, we've had bottle calves in the past. I've never, ever had one with contracted flexor tendons. I don't even um I we may never see one again. It was it was kinda odd. Um kind of a fluke probably. Uh but we've had bottle calves so um we have never had that i don't know that it's like i said how common it is i don't know that it would ever happen again i don't know oh it was, you do it's realize
1: it's kind of fun every farmer that has that problem in the tri-county area is going to be calling a plow wife bringing a calf oh over. i know
2: every time somebody has a twin i'm like do you need me to take it do you need me and chris is like will you shut up
1: <laughs> i would
0: I would take it. I that's what I keep trying we've gotta get our fence up. And right now, um I I think Carl's just dragging his feet on it because he knows that as soon as we do, then anytime anyone has any sort of animal that needs to go in a fence, goat, mini donkey, horse, cow <laughs> whatever it may be. It'll be farm. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be in the house. I'm like, you know what, you you moved me out here. I came out here very willingly. And now we're going to have a farm. Guess what?
1: This is payback, Carl. (laughs) That's just it.
0: Look at your tiny ass. And I'll point at the donkey. (laughs) 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 So it's like I wanted a bunny. And so now that I have Colton, I'm like, Colton needs a bunny. Colton doesn't care about the bunny, but I love him. I walk over but to his there. cage and he stands up to it, like "Hey, ma'am," and I'm like, "Hi, my bunny." I wanted a bunny until, since I was like five, so I win. But so yeah, so you're Jen, you're you're in love then, and and uh, you guys. He's going to fair this year then. He is.
2: He is. I, Emmy Lou decided to show him. He's not particularly a show calf by show calf standards, but um, you know, he is going. He will
1: be the only one in a ring with his own book. <laughs> Yeah, he will be the only one in the ring with his own book. She needs a T-shirt with the book cover on it to show him in.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, that would be cute, wouldn't it? Yeah. I tell you what, we should meet Pete on her shirt. Um, You could charge for like you know a meet and greet for Pete. I think so. Here's pictures. Buy buy a book. Get your picture taken with Pete. I think you're (laughs) underestimating it. (laughs) Chris is already counting his, he's like, was, we could make money off this deal.
0: I was going to say, like, Chris is always saying that your fame isn't really necessarily providing with a lot of income. And we're now discovering ways with which we can enrich your income flow. Um, right. You know, sponsored by Girls Talk Ag, as long as we don't have to pay anything in.
2: <laughs> right, yes. <laughs>
0: this well's dry over here. <laughs> So, so yeah, so she's going to show him. He's not really necessarily what you would consider a a quote unquote show calf, but she's in love with him, right? Oh, she's,
2: yes, she's completely in love with him. He's, he's funny. He loves to have his brisket and his neck rubbed and, um, you know, all the other calves run from you when you go out and he just stands there.
1: When he said he likes to have his brisket, I was thinking, wait, he eats cow? Wait, what? (laughs) Okay. Got it. Sorry. I'm a little slow. It's okay. Someday. Or maybe I'm hungry. I don't know.
2: I'm hungry, yeah. Is that really Um,
0: where the brisket is? Like, no?
2: It's like his neck underneath on his neck. That's that flabby part on his neck.
0: That's where the brisket comes from? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know for future reference. Anyway, Learned he loves to have his it. chin scratched and stuff. Yeah. So, and that's what, and your bottle calves usually are, because we raised, when I was a kid, we, we raised, did a lot with bottle calves. Um, Holstein steers, you know, more than anything was kind of, we had them in between and then we'd sell them for feeders. And we, we've talked about it in the past, how it, we I raised bottle calves when I, we were, I was little. I was like five, six years old. And I left to go to school one day and came back, and they were all gone. And my parents were like, oh, they went to their new farm. And I was sad. but Oh,
2: your parents are nice, though, because we've done it, and we have to pull, what was that calf's name? And the kids would say, oh, is this so-and-so? Yes, that's so-and-so on your dinner plate.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we never actually turned the cow that we had the name into but I you know we used to call all of our calves Charlie for some reason so when I was old enough to read and saw it was ground beef from Chuck I was a little traumatized Chuck grossed, yeah <laughs> I was oh yeah. Like, so apparently as he got older he changed it from Charlie to Chuck and now we're eating him so right
2: yeah <laughs> that
0: Actually. was a little rough you know,
2: but my kids have always we've always used one of their 4-H steers uh, you know when I I don't really know what made me decide to write the book, but it was such a cute story. I told Emmy Lou that I would make her a book. And then the more I got to messing around with it, I've always wanted to write a children's book. I just never had anything to write about. I have this idea for Christmas trees, but it's kind of cheesy. But anyway, so I when I started this, right. I was like, I was like, this this could be something, and here's the deal: is self publishing is easy. Anybody can write a book, <laughs> you know. I mean, anybody can write Not a book. Not everybody publish it. can write
1: one that somebody's gonna buy,
2: right? and, and that's true. And well, you know, I, I told Chris if I sell ten copies, I'll be happy because I mean it's a it, it's a I don't want to say it's a book about advocating, but it 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 is a book about. Farmers care, and, and, and farmers' kids care. Like in the in the dedication I wrote, farm kids, farm and ranch kids, know why we raise livestock, and they're still willing to put their heart and soul on the <laughs> line and care for these things. Um,
1: that's amazing. Yeah, yeah I and can't now I'm going to cry. I had one steer for an FA project, and I would ne- I never would never do it again. I felt like so horrible when it was sent off to be meat. That it just made me sick, and I was like, "Nope, I'm never showing again."
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, um,
1: I don't know. It's I mean, it's I didn't stop eating concept. cheeseburgers, but right. I stopped showing.
2: <laughs> right, and there, and you know, I'm it, it. The connection is there, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's an interesting concept to raise livestock and and care about it. You don't you don't do it and not care about it because quite frankly there's no money in livestock.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's an important thing to talk about with Pete um in the sense that that Emmy Lewis has spent hours and hours. You guys have both, you know, all of you, your whole entire family have spent hours and hours um but you also know what his role is
2: destiny is. So to speak. Yeah. What what his fate is. In I mean, we do know.
0: Yes. You know, the Girls Talk Ag podcast hits it big, and we come to your fair, and we buy him, and he comes and lives on my funny farm with my tiny ass. There you go. And, I like
1: that. And How then, much does Angie need to buy this live cat?
0: It's just, Here for it. I will give you a dollar. Not per
2: pound. Um, you know, and I just think it's amazing that 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 kids can do that. And, and they know. Kids know. Yeah. Um, that that what 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 the fate is of those animals and and what they I guess more so not what their fate is but what their purpose is
0: purpose I think is a, the best word for it and I, I mean I think it is I couldn't do it I'm you know and that's what I always say is and we talked about this a thousand different times is you know for me I want a couple heifers they can calve you know, once a year and and die of old age and we'll bury them out back kind of deal. Um, I'm not going to stop eating burger either. By God, it's delicious. You know right. what I mean? I, I, know, I know what their purpose is and what they're here for. I just know I'm way too attached. Um, but the amount of hours that go into it with kids and 4-H projects and to know you know, what the purpose or what the, the end game is with it is is pretty ah. damn amazing. I mean they're they're they have more of a, a strong ability to to love and care and um be a good advocate for agriculture than I do when I'm 35 years old and the giant wimp about it, you know.
2: <laughs> I I cry more than my kids probably at the fair when they sell those steers. I don't, you know It's tough to watch your kids go through it, I think. Not so much am I crying for the steer. Don't get me wrong, I'm attached to them as well. But for the kids that have put all this hard work into it. But they still know and they still do it every year. Because every year I say, are you sure you want to do it? Yeah, Mom. I don't know why you keep asking us. I'm like, well, because, you know, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) cry.
0: I would. On Sunday, the last day of the fair or whatever, when they load up. I always hated that, you know. That's why I showed horses.
2: Our, our kids at our fair literally walk those calves onto the trailer.
0: Do they really? Like as soon as the auction's done or?
2: Oh, you go, you go into the auction ring and you walk out of the auction ring straight down the middle of the cattle barn to the trailer. Wow. So we
1: didn't have there, that.
2: There, at our there is show, we didn't have there. that at all. Oh god, there's nothing worse than seeing that big semi trailer pull in during the auction, and the you know in the afternoon, the day the day of the auction.
1: So is your I fair mean, after there. the state fair? Because obviously you couldn't show it after that.
2: Yeah, well, it is no, ours is be- yeah, no, ours is. Yeah, ours is before <laughs> the state fair. If you're going to show at the state fair, you can't. Um, oh, okay, you can't sell in the auction. Okay, so you wouldn't sell your. Yeah. So box. I don't know. You know. You hear people talk on Twitter or everywhere, you know how you know there's selfies with baby pigs and and cows on bottles and and there was a tweet, I think it was Jared McDaniel talked about photo photo bombing basically with a baby calf on a bottle, and I'm totally guilty of it, you know, but he's right, something had to go terribly wrong for that calf to be on a bottle um but and it did i I agree wholeheartedly. But I think that's that's why people take the pictures, I guess, because farmers care. Well, They're going the extra mile. Yeah, I mean, they're. You, you, I mean, I said it earlier. You don't raise livestock for the money. It's just not a huge money making game. No, no, it's. I'm not. not I'm not going to say we're losing. Well, I, I will say we lose money sometimes. But, um, you know, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't raise livestock if you don't have an interest or a care for it because it's not an easy – it's not an easy thing to do.
1: Not even close. So tell us how you actually decided to make this into a book and what did you have to do?
2: So once I decided there was a story there that, that I thought was worth telling, um, I was like, okay, so I can write, but I can't even draw stick people. Um so that they look like they're happy stick people. So I was like, okay, now what do I do? So I did what I always do, and I asked Twitter. And um, I was like, anybody know any children's books illustrators? And I'm like, and I didn't really even know what the word illustrator meant, to be honest with you, pretty pictures. But um, And someone said, yeah, what about Sunshine? She does a great job. And I'm like, oh duh it's like might as well have hit me in the face what is that if it had been a snake it would have bit me Mm -hmm. and because she had like um let's
1: clarify who sunshine is
2: oh sorry vicky gibson victoria gibson as we call her in our book illustrated by victoria gibson
1: she's farm loving girl
2: yeah farm loving girl yes i thought okay yeah where's sunshine come Mm -hmm. from that's what it
1: says her name is
2: Okay, okay. Yeah. I knew it was somewhere. She's like a big ray of sunshine, but I'm like, I know it's somewhere. Yeah. So, so she had already painted a picture of, I had taken a picture, trying to think what it was. I think it was the combine and the grain cart running through the field. Um. One day when Chris and Cole were uh, harvesting and she had already, she, she does that randomly, you know, she'll see a picture that she really likes and she'll paint a watercolor of it and then put it up. And I'm like, Perfect. And so, you know, I messaged her and I asked her and she was like, yeah, I'd love to. And so I sent her a picture of Pete and, and she was like, she sent this picture back and it it was Pete. I mean, it was like exactly what I had imagined Pete looking like in an illustration. And I was like, okay, now we have a story or a picture to go with that story. It felt, you know, it felt complete kind of, mm-hmm. like the pieces fit together. And so... um. So she, she was like, okay, well, send me some pictures because she likes to paint off of photographs. And I'm like, oh, geez, all, all my pictures were like foam pictures, you know, from here and there. So I gathered up everything I had and, and I started kind of picking the pictures that I wanted and, and roughing out what I wanted the book to say. And um, I'm, when it comes to telling farm stories, I'm very practical. I don't think I'm very kid friendly. I'm like, we eat animals. And you know what I mean? And so like, when I first wrote it, when the first draft that came out, it was very textbookish. It was like, this is Pete. Pete has contracted flexor tendons and he could not stand. And um, a friend of mine who edited it for me, she was like, yeah, you need to be more childlike and tell the story in children's words. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it took a few tries to get it. To where it sounded like a story and not a textbook. But so then I put the pictures with the words and it's just so it's, it's surreal, but it's so cool. And like I said, if I sell 10 copies, I'll be happy.
0: I um, love Vicky's paintings. I actually have two of them. Um,
2: oh, you do? Yeah. Aren't they? Oh I, my God. I bought yes. them
0: from her. Like when I lived in Grand Lodge still. So it would have been in 2015 in the spring was the one I, I bought, the sunflower one. It's one of an old barn and sunflowers. And then, oh. like, right before I moved out here. Um, so that one must have been, like, 2000, 2014 was when I bought the first one, the sunflower one, because that hung on my wall in, in my grand ledge house for quite some time. And then she painted another one of some cows, um, again, in front of an old barn. And I bought that one from her, and I have both of them on the wall in the house so like i love it vicky's amazing she's like my favorite artist yeah i can see exactly why you would have her um illustrate your book because she's just amazing at it and it,
2: beautiful.
0: seeing the pictures she's done such a great job i'm i'm really impressed
2: they were they were all yeah they were all like i would send her like a photograph um and I would, you know, I'd say, you know, can you do this, tweak this just a little bit? And she'd send it back and I'd be like, she's like, how's this? Kind of with a question mark. And I'd be like, oh, my God, it's even better than I imagined. And um, so in the story, we talk about Pete having the contracted flexor tendons and then um, and Emmy helping him. And then part of the Part of it then is also talking about the kids and and the house we live in, the farmhouse and how it's close to the barns. And she said, I said, I want a picture of our house. And she said, well, I have this one that has a little section of your house. And I'm like, oh, I don't think that'll work because selfishly I wanted her to paint a picture of my house. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I really I'm like, please, you know, I this is what I picture. And she's like, okay. And so, but I selfishly wanted a picture of my house painted by her. So Did you, get so one did you frame each picture Yes, actually she said, Now I need those back because I want to frame that picture of your house. And I'm like, Okay, here, I'll send it back. But I I'm, I my goal is I'm gonna send them all back to her because they're they're hers, but I'd like to have copies of them. Um And frame all of the pictures for Pete's book and, like, a collage on the wall. But that takes up a whole wall. So we'll see if I ever get that done. It took me a year to write the book, so.
0: I love it. I think it's a great idea. And I think it'll be gorgeous once it's done and you get them up and all of that good stuff. So.
2: Yeah. I think the goal of the story was just, I, I mostly told it for myself, but, um. I think it was that is. it's amazing to me that, that, uh, we take care of livestock like that. I, you know, people always saying that, you know, gestation crates are bad and farrowing crates are bad and cattle are outside when they should be inside and, and I think you need a deeper look into it. I mean, in the first place, they're livestock. They're not animals or pets. Um, but farmers care and I don't, you know, I, I think most people probably believe that. and But I think it's good to get the story out there.
0: No, I think it's great. I think it's, the, it's um, amazing to me that you're able to get it out because I think it helps you to, you know, like you said, I don't think you realize that um, all that you do when you're in it. Until you're on the outside looking right. in, and then you realize the extent of all of the extra work that you put in to uh, um, help him survive—not only survive, thrive. You know what I mean? Like it's right,
2: right, because that's what you want livestock to do. I mean, that's 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 the purpose of it. Their purpose is to eventually be meat, but but their purpose is also to make sure that you know. My purpose is also to make sure they can, they can do their job, which is to grow and eat. And, and we didn't, I didn't actually end the book like that, but I, you know, the last, or I think the, I'd have to look now. I don't even think I have it here. One of the, actually the last page of the book says, a beef calf's job on the farm is to eat and grow. Emmy Lou knew that she had done a great job making sure Pete could do his job. She would continue to do so until Pete was full grown and ready to sell. So you talk about it in so, the I mean, book then. D- so, so, yeah, it kind of, I mean, it's... it's um, you alluded to it. Alluded, thank you. I couldn't think of the word, Karen. Alluded to it because uh, let's be honest. I mean, it's a children's book, but but it should be. But it's a true story, and I wanted it to be real. But I don't think you need to sit down and say. Then, then the family sat down and had steak for dinner. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it was not a I fairy mean, tale ending.
2: It's not a fairy tale ending, but it but it is. It the story did end like like you want it to. You know. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's you know whether whether kids that aren't farm kids get it or not. That's okay. That the I guess it's kind of suggested that you know his job is. That's what his job is. So, yeah, but it's still a cute story. So yeah,
1: oh, I think it's and great. everyone should go to Amazon and buy it. Yeah.
2: Yes, Amazon. Uh-huh. Meet Pete by Meet Jennifer Pete. Campbell. That's what I,
0: I did. Mine's on its way. I just got the shipping notification. It'll be here Wednesday. And so, and my mom has a daycare. And so they will also read it there. How did you go about getting it onto Amazon then? How did, I mean, what will it look like when I get it? Like, I'm excited to see it.
2: So there's a couple ways. I mean, there's so much self-publishing going on right now that basically, like I said, anyone can write a book and get it out there. You know, then it's just getting people to buy it if it's worth buying. But um, so much of it is just, and there's like programs you can download that help you build the book. And and basically, I went through Amazon's self-publishing program to do it. Okay, And
0: well, then Amazon well, does it for you then?
2: So... So yeah, so Amazon has a self-publishing program called Create Space, and so it basically has these kind of like a layout, and you just pop in your pictures and your words, and you lay it out the way you want, and then they verify it's all within their printing guidelines. And then basically they only print the book when somebody orders it so when angie when you put your order in they said oh she wants a copy of meet pete they go print on demand so they printed your book
1: that seems like that would be hard to do though to do individually but i guess amazon can do anything we love Amazon. i think
2: amazon's magic right amazon Amazon.
1: is run by unicorns and i
2: figured (laughs) today that
0: Amazon's stock price is what it is you know what i mean like if you look at amazon's stock price it's almost a thousand dollars so you could like sell if you owned amazon you could sell one amazon and buy 271 corn bushels of corn <laughs>
1: but why <laughs> so why basically we're the I
2: stupid you, people here You could do that to
1: feed pete
2: <laughs> right
1: just so
0: that's just it it's crazy i saw that and i was just like holy crap that's a lot of money. So, what are you going to do now? You're, I mean, your number one goal, then, of course, is to get it out um, in the
2: Farm Bureau deal. Well, my number one goal, Chris says, is to be rich and famous. <laughs> Actually, he could care less about the famous part. Rich were his words. Just rich. <laughs> but no, you know, there's so many books out there about farm. I mean, if you Google farm books, and it's not Old McDonald's Farm anymore. And that's always bothered me. You know, it's not. If you Google farmer, a million pictures come up of farmers in overalls. Yeah. When was the last farmer you knew who wore overalls? Or had, you know, very few actual farms have backyard chickens running around the front porch and, you know, all of this stuff. And so when I, I think that's why it probably why it first came out like a textbook, because I was like, this has to be real. This isn't old McDonald's farm, but we do care. Yeah. So I think it I think it had to be real. Um, I wish I could write a million kids' books on on pigs and tractors. And I mean, you know, I love the Johnny Tractor books, but let's be honest, tractors don't have eyes. Right?
1: Oh, come on. We don't do Johnny Tractors. We do Casey and Friends. Come on. Oh okay. Wrong Casey color. and Friends,
2: Johnny Tractors. You know, we'll agree to Which disagree. Which one's like but, Cornholio you know,
1: Corn Picker or whatever? What one's that?
2: Cornelius corn. Pick. Isn't it Cornelius? <laughs> yeah. That's the
0: job. It's not Beavis and Butthead Jim <laughs> the great Cornelio. That's how the story goes when I tell Cole Col- <laughs> <cornhole.
1: laughs> Are you singing cold cornhole right? songs that's
0: right. No, that's frog. where uh,
1: she's doing Beavis and Butthead <laughs> impressions. That may be
0: possible. I'm just saying.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is.
0: That's why I'm already to the point where I'm like, ooh, I better watch my language. He's going to be repeating it very soon. And just because I'm proud oh, he uses do. it in proper context doesn't mean that it's okay for him to That's... say.
2: Sure it is. Proper context is what oh. it's all about. If they're going to use it, they might as well use it in proper context. Good
0: usage of the word, honey, now, but don't do that.
2: Right. Yeah. So Now, I just really felt like It could be a children's book and still be
1: correct. Educational.
2: Educational, but still be a children's book and still be, yeah, educational and correct about agriculture.
0: So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you want, what I love about it is, is that you've went for the educational way of doing, you know, you're going to educate, but you're also going to entertain, which is exactly what our goal in life is.
1: Well, I think you're going to hit a sentimental nerve with how you took care of him. Yeah, and
2: that too. Yeah. So hopefully it pulls in a whole combination of everyone in the world that buys the book. So there you go.
1: Once again, Amazon.com. Meet Pete by Jen Amazon. Jennifer Campbell. And if you haven't signed up for Amazon Prime yet, you're not living. Oh, no right. kidding. Yeah. Like you can get Jen's book and a case of toilet paper in two days. I... Right. I messed
0: up and subscribed to toilet paper and didn't space it out properly, and it gave me, like, the family <laughs> suggestion, and I'm like, okay, so now we either have enough toilet paper to go mad and, like, toilet paper the hell out of someone's yes. house,
2: or we do too. we
0: won't have to buy toilet paper for, like, the next year and a half, so...
2: So then, so then you up your toilet paper, you're like, no, I need to move that toilet paper order <laughs> up, but they ship it, but they don't cancel the next one. And so then you like a week later, you get another pallet of toilet paper,
0: a pallet of toilet paper. The UPS guy brings in like a fork yeah. truck to offload your Amazon Prime orders.
2: That's the story you of know, my I'm life. like, I don't. I don't need two pallets of toilet paper. And so you adjust your toilet paper delivery, but then it's a little late. And you're like, oh, my God, can we not get this straight? <laughs> or you
0: just use more and you're like, you wrap it around your hand twice when you're...
2: <laughs> or, or you have a kid come home from college and you're like, oh... Now we're, you know, we've upped our toilet paper usage, so we need to readjust. and Oh, gosh. I read someone
0: put the best thing on Twitter the other day. Never do business with someone who uses one-ply toilet paper. For one, they're cheap, and for two, you're going to have to shake hands.
2: (laughs) I love the shaking hands. One-ply toilet paper should be outlawed. My parents
0: use, like, one-ply recycled paper towel. I'm pretty freaking sure. I'm like, what is this? Like, I bring my own toilet paper with me when I come home.
2: Yeah. Just know if you use (laughs) one-ply toilet paper at your house, I'm going to use twice (laughs) as much toilet paper at your
1: house. I always (laughs) figure they just have some septic issue and they can't handle anything thicker. Well, I'm still going to use twice as much because... And once again, we've gone completely off the rails. <laughs> the purpose,
0: though, like if you're going to use twice as much as one ply, why didn't you just splurge and get the two ply in the first exactly.
1: place? Exactly. So God invented yeah, like so, five
0: I'm ply saying, for a know. reason. That's like wiping with a wad of Kleenex. It's amazing. <laughs> I just don't even understand. But quilted. I enjoy quilted. Right? Play. I do too. I can't help it. Except for I could do without the bear commercials. You know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, there's uh, some left over. I'm like, no, uh, that is a private thing that we don't talk about. Be, you're supposed to be shameful right. of that. So, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so go to Amazon, get the book, um, eat meat, drink milk, eat bread, do all of the things that you need to do to be happy. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Jen, before we wrap up this conversation this week?
1: Nope, just pass the book around. Karen, you got anything you want to throw out there? Nope, I'm going to buy mine, and everybody's getting it for Christmas. Right?
0: Guess what Santa's bringing, Colton? A pallet of toilet paper and a wad of books. So, (laughs) all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with another hot topic in egg. Uh, Until then, make sure you give us a shout out or let us know what you think we should be chatting about. And, uh, uh, yeah. We'll look forward to the conversation. Have a good one.